0: And welcome to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I'm Jason Webster here with our other hosts, Jake Cranston and Jeff Webster, and this is season two, episode 24, after a very long hiatus.
1: Guys, dude, at least we're back. We are yeah, back. It's, it's March. You know, we were off since January, but yeah, it was our off season. Yeah. Right. Time for a little sure. break. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you have to take a break like, like that after a tough loss. <laughs> after the season that, yeah. You know, just that little, could have been. Yeah. A little away from you know, football, you just got to get
2: away a little bit. It is, it, is it is crazy that just way too many times we're thinking about wide right, Music City Miracle. You know, I mean, yeah. no, no goal. <laughs> yeah, for the sabers like yeah we have too, too many, many times the- and now it's 13 seconds yeah. it's gonna haunt everybody for years like holy
1: shit yeah too many yeah. of the bad bad parts uh yeah i remember. unfortunately
0: yeah i'm very much
2: looking forward to moving on from it and looking upward right like i mean the, if they can just get over the hump man just get a title yeah and then we can start putting that to
1: bed oh Maybe. that's kind of why we're here right now right for sure but we're we're working towards the first Super Bowl victory yeah. for this franchise. Yep. yep. Free agency period. This is uh Yeah, man. You know, this is Tuesday. We're we're doing this podcast. So tomorrow will be free agency. Everybody else will hear this on Thursday. So yep. you know, hopefully we get a couple more guys locked up. Um but I mean let's let's start it off and kind of talk about what's what's happened so far. What are, yeah. What are you yeah. thinking, John? I
2: mean, well, uh, like I say, the reality of football is it is a business and there's a cap and numbers have to be manipulated to Put the best team that you can together. And currently, as we sit here at whatever, PM, (laughs) early evening on Tuesday, uh, the Bills no longer will have the services of uh, Harrison Phillips or Levi Wallace. And Uh, Mitch Trubitsky. And Mitch Trubisky, but that has been the plan ever since yeah, they yeah. actually brought him in. That so, was kind of seen through, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think he got a great deal. I think he got like fifteen million for a couple of years or something. I thought it would be a little. I'll guarantee. Yeah, I I thought he probably earned it, but yeah. hey. But yeah, it's, it's what he wanted. As a chance to start, yeah. and he has that now. So
1: yeah, it's sad. It's sad to see Harrison Phillips go, though. I mean, for sure. You know, not yeah. only like you were saying before, Jeff, that it's uh, it's not just the player; it's the guy, right. um, you know, off the field too that just brings a lot of stuff to the community that you know maybe us fans don't really get to see or maybe right. we, we don't even get to appreciate it as much but we know he does it he was up for the Walter Payton uh, man of the year yep you know so stuff like that just kind of kind of shows you what kind of guy he is and uh, obviously what what he brought to the locker room you know he was a kind of a, a leader yeah. type guy so and a good dude, like yeah. like you said, Bills Mafia. Uh,
2: they probably know the players a little closer than uh, more casual fans, so so they realize, you know, that um, Kyle Williams took a liking to him right out of the gate, and uh, that kind of helped solidify it for me. You know, <laughs> yeah, if he likes them, then he's got to be a decent dude, and and he proved that out, like you said, with work in the community, uh, big heart, cool guy. Mm-hmm. Bad injury cost him a year. Um, that may have been part of the whole decision-making process. I don't. I right. don't know. We don't get to know that. But yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Levi Wallace has been a reliable number two cornerback for you know more than a season now. So it's sad to see him go. Also, but you know, new opportunities uh, are out there.
1: It is. Yeah. Do you think Stefan Diggs was seeing Harrison Phillips? Don't do it, man. Yeah. don't, I, don't go to Minnesota. I, I don't know. <laughs> He probably
2: wanted to. Yeah, yeah I doubt I know, he right? did. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, because yeah. he obviously you you want to be careful with that. You don't want to influence guys. And it could be very good for his career. Who knows? Like,
1: yeah, it's stu- it's tough to say. Right? I, I struggle with
2: Minnesota as a as an organization currently with the situation with Kirk Cousins, and I I don't know. It's just the whole thing is yeah
1: yeah they don't seem like the most stable franchise out there. Right. Um, but they
2: have too much talent to not have actually had it show up more yeah. uh, to me. You know, like that one time they had Delvin Cook and, and Thielen and Diggs, and, man, it seemed like they had all the pieces to make some noise, and it just never really happened. So,
1: yeah, Right. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, good luck to him for sure. I mean, he yep, was, he was, a, he was a, a good guy here. But, um, you know, we have to move on just like everybody else has to move on. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Tim Settle, free agent, guy from Washington that we brought in, uh, got him on a pretty nice contract, right? A couple of years for under, around four mil, three mil, something like that. Yeah. Not looking at it right away, but um, I think he's going to be a good fit. Twenty-five year old guy, yeah. Played with Trey uh, Trey Amens in Virginia Tech. Uh, good run support type guy, um, you know. So I I think that was a good move. Yeah, you know.
2: Oh, I, again, they love rotating that defense, man, and they and they will continue to do that. So. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. I again, we talked about maybe, maybe a, a not as quite as good of a um, player as Harrison Phillips potentially, but solid, rock solid.
1: And it's hard to say like what what this kid's ceiling is going to yeah, be. He's yet, so he's, yeah, he's so young. he was he was just drowned by a, a lot of first round talent on Washington's D line. Right. So who knows? I mean, and like you said before, Jeff, on conversations uh, off the podcast that. You know our coaching staff is very, very good at developing players. Right. It's, it's evident the way we draft and the way guys have you know performed throughout the years under our coaching staff. So, you know, the sky could be the limit for this guy. Sure, you know,
2: yeah. And again, um, I try not to be too critical or too um, too enthusiastic to pat him on the back either. But uh, so far in in Sean McDermott's five years, it's hard to get too nitpicky because success is basically what i'm in for we're we're looking for them to be a successful franchise and four out of five years in the playoffs you can't really criticize too much so yeah it's tough and it's early it's the off season it's early free agency hasn't even begun yet we got the draft um so yeah oh go ahead
0: well i was just going to say not to mention that we have had some you know staffing changes so who knows how oh, that's going for to sure. impact the way that you know our guys are scheming and things like that?
2: Yeah, our team is going to look different without its offensive coordinator that's had for the last few years. And
1: yeah, let's let's talk, touch on that real quick because we haven't been on the podcast since we yeah. had some I forget offseason news about, about that. But Brian Dable obviously got the the head coaching job. Yep. I mean, it's old news, but we haven't right. talked about it on here, right? Uh, but Dable's head coach for the Giants. Joe uh, Shane is the GM for the Giants now. They are
2: a better team, in my opinion, already you know what i mean i just agree with that yeah. yeah i and they have uh i think they're a little bit cash strapped cap wise but i think we talked about the draft picks they have two draft picks in is it the top 10 I, yeah. I didn't write it down but i yep. yeah i mean they've got four picks in the first couple of rounds i think so yeah i i think uh i would be pretty pretty optimistic if i were a giants fan yeah you,
1: know? you should be you know and speaking of the giants we as the buffalo bills organization dropped Let go, John Feliciano. Right, the Giants picked him up like a day or two later. Announced he's going to play center for him. I don't know if that's a starting center or competing for a starting center, but yeah, I don't know. Good luck. I mean, that's awesome for you, John. You know, that's that's really cool that you uh, got picked up that quick, and you know, everybody liked him as well. Yep. You know, he was a guy that always stood up for Josh. Yeah, always stood up for Josh. He was always knocking somebody over if they got too.
2: Too friendly with Josh. There's no doubt.
1: So you're getting a guy that you knows him as a good teammate, cares about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you
2: know, and that and that does matter to players. You know, and that's going to again help the franchise. Yeah, Uh, just like uh, Dable and uh, Shane, it's going to make them a better franchise, in my opinion. I yeah, good for the. I'm optimistic for them too. You know what I mean? Again, it's an NFC club, so it's kind of kind of nice talking about it. Um, I was trying to remember: do we play Minnesota this year?
1: Uh, we do because we play in the So FC we're going to see
2: Levi Wallace and
1: Harrison Phillips probably this and Trub- season. And Trubisky, yeah, and Trubisky because yeah, he's playing. He's the Steelers' yeah. quarterback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Like, it is, <laughs> but yeah, you got to respect going against your former teammates. You know. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it,
2: it again. They build relationships, right? These guys, they're in locker rooms together. They play together. They bunk together when they're on the road and stuff like that. So you build relationships. I'm sure they're looking forward to seeing them again too.
1: You oh no! Yeah, absolutely. It's a, yeah, it's going to be a fun thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, the good good luck for the Giants. Yeah. But um, I mean, I for us, it is really cool to see Ken Dorsey be promoted to our offense coordinator. Absolutely. And personally, I think that Dorsey is going to bring a new flair to this offense. Right. You well, know. Well, it's funny because we
2: did talk about, or at least I thought about and talked a little bit maybe about Leslie Frazier. And the defense, and even as good as they are, the entire franchise seems to be heading in this youth direction. It does, you know. What I mean, like uh, the Dorsey is a fairly young dude, the offensive line coach now, um, Aaron Cromer, Cromer, yeah. a younger dude. Like I, it just seems like they uh, they're kind of heading that way with coaches and and players. So. Again, it looks really good for the future. Yeah, so. it's
1: a good mix, man. I mean, you know, we have a good mix of, of young talent. We also have a good mix of veterans that you know oh, yeah. are still on the team or guys we signed, like Saffold from uh, Tennessee. Yeah, there you go. Left guard. I mean. Pro good, bowler last year. Pro bowler. Uh, the cool thing is uh, when you when you when they were talking to him on GR, they asked, um, they're like, hey, you know, we know you know some guys on the Bills and some staff right. and all that. You know, tell us a little bit about it. And he played – uh, for Aaron Cromer, the offensive line coach that we have now. Really likes Aaron Cromer. He actually got a call from Aaron Cromer and was like, hey, what's your plans? You know, oh, no like, shit. You know, That's you, cool. What are you doing in free agency? We'd love to have you in Buffalo. Well, he's li- so, wasn't
2: he lining up with Deion Dawkins during the Pro Bowl too? Yeah, Deion yeah. Dawkins. You, you know what I
1: mean? And then uh, I got Stephon Diggs. You know Deion of- Dawkins too.
2: Like he talks to everybody. Yeah. I'm sure he made the rounds. Diggs, same thing. Yeah, Diggs. Talking to guys about, hey, you know. Buffalo's is a nice
1: place. There's another guy, it's a good team. reportedly that Diggs was really pressing hard at the Pro Bowl to come to Buffalo. But I, I just can't, I can't gather who that would be. You know, I I'm, I've been trying to think of what players uh, and what well, you'd almost think maybe a wide receiver wasn't his brother, was it? You know, I <laughs> I kind of thought that too. You know, right? You know, like how funny would that be if he's like, dude, like come to Buffalo? But he he was under he's under contract, right? So, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see our guys. Really, you know, putting Buffalo out there being like, man, come play here. Well, oh, and we you haven't know? even
2: talked about the fact that it's a different day. It is a new day in Buffalo. It's a new day. Because
1: should, be on, you know? <laughs> should we break in a song? Come on, Jason. <laughs> no, Start us off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm good. <laughs>
2: so, but I mean, it, it's weird for me, especially being, you know, a fan for song, so long that normally it's like pulling teeth to get guys to even talk to you. Or For you're sure. paying Mario Williams, like, un- ungodly money
1: to please come play in Buffalo. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he said he, he he's like, well, you know, I, I like the small town, and I heard the hunting's good there. Like, yeah, right, right. Like, okay, yeah. cool, man. <laughs> like, yeah, Jim <laughs>
2: Kelly must have called him. Yeah. but But now it's like I think guys want to be here. Like, guys are saying, hey, strong franchise, great coach, great GM. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. Super Bowls. Uh, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's- Which we'll talk about a particular player that we both are very high on the Bills bringing in yes. as a big splash. That may play into this uh, eventually. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just weird. I'm not used to this. Like I'm, not, I'm more used to the other where oh, yeah. you can't get guys to even come talk to you because they don't want to ruin their careers.
1: Yeah, and that we had that for 20, 21, 22 years because we just were middle of the pack every year. We're eight and eight. We're six and 10. We're seven and nine every stinking year, you know? And it's just like, you know, at one point, everybody's like, well, take your uh, talents to Buffalo, watch your career die there, you know? Right. It's just, it was tough. It's funny, Levi Wallace going to Pittsburgh, a
2: franchise with a storied history on defense. Harrison Phillips Minnesota they may not have made it over the top but they're always competitive. They're always uh you know putting up a fight in all their games. So yeah, it I think it makes a difference.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that the fact that we are eventually going to have a new stadium goes into play at all when it comes to a player's choice well, or do you think could. that's more of a fan issue? Um
1: yeah, I I, I would say all that uh comes into part of the in, package. Part of the package because right. yeah, as a player um, you know and I, I kind of take myself as uh, it, from experience it, when you are able to play somewhere that is like way well above and beyond like what you're used to like and I'm talking I've never been in, into like a, a premium stadium but something state-of-the-art like a right. 1.4 billion dollar stadium that's and your team is really really good that's got to be like like well, the icing on the cake, kind of. Yeah, know, what right was that it? last
2: holdout thing that we needed. Mm-hmm. Was it last year they built a new training facility? Or two years ago. Two years ago. Yep. You know, that made a difference. Guys looked at that like, Big holy time. shit, man, this is state of the art. Again, yeah. these yeah. guys are looking forward, up and forward.
1: Yeah, that's one thing you know Saffold I mean? said. He goes, I'm, a, I'm an extremely hard worker, quote, unquote, from Saffold. I get in the gym first thing in the morning before most of anybody, and I'm doing my workouts, and he goes, when I toured the facility in Buffalo to see, oh yeah, where I, what what, what their equipment's like, their facility where the, you know the workout, he goes, it's I he goes, I haven't worked out in any area, or been a part of a facility like that ever, right? So right. I mean, that's 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 yeah, cool. and that's what the and that part stadium. for
2: sure, if you were a player it would matter so much, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and it it's really not, is. I mean, it's not just that; it's a training staff. I mean, there's
1: there's a lot that goes to that too. Well, look how uh, look how healthy we've been, right you know i mean that, all that goes into play yeah you get we certainly had use we that. had
0: almost the least uh, amount of injuries last year correct i think we were it was, probably in yeah one, one or one, two one of the, yeah.
2: yeah top yeah. ones i mean which is how you end up building a team like the bills have you have to be able to avoid those big injuries that cost star players tons of time yeah and josh allen stephon Diggs, they were there every game you know i mean Trey White got injured but that's going to happen.
1: That's a freak that, injury. No right, one no one touched right, the guy, you know. Right.
2: Exactly. I mean that's those are the crazy things these non-contact injuries. You just you got to know that the possibility is always there. It's Absolutely. Just always there. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. But um but as a team, yeah, on the whole, they
2: yeah, they did really well.
1: Um, so we touched on uh, Settle and Saffold. We also brought in Daquan Jones. Right. Uh, he was another ex-Titans slash ex-Carolina Panther from last year. Right. Uh, one of the big things that are being said about him is he is a big fella, hard to move. Yeah. Um, he's been in this league for six, seven years, um, and he makes he makes other D tackles around him better. Right.
2: So- and they talked about the fact that the, the guys we brought in aren't stationary objects. They're not just taking a spot Correct. and protecting it. These guys move. They they go after guys. They they will always be targeting a, a spot. They'll never be targeting the spot they're in. They're, they're always moving up and down the line. They can drift. You know, They're active dudes. They're active guys.
0: Yeah, Which big, was a huge
1: weakness.
2: weakness we had at the beginning of the year last year.
0: We just saw so many pockets open up when people were in position and, and somebody else was faster than them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's these two guys that we brought in are are, are true one tech big yep. big D tackles, but can move. Uh, Jeff, you're a stat guy. I'm a stat guy. You're probably more of a stat guy than me, just and how possible. you how you dig into stuff. Right, right. Um, but we were talking about it earlier today, uh, before the podcast with Daquan Jones. On paper, he he is better on paper than Harrison Phillips. Me- right. Meaning. He had a better pass rush rate, correct, than Harrison Phillips did. He had a 6 almost a 67 uh and Harrison Phillips was like a 58. grade, Yeah. Yeah. Pro, yeah, PFF, PFF grade, grade. Yes. Yep. yep. So, I mean, something like that is important as well. Sure. But um we I mean, we won't know how these guys are going to fit in until right. we see what happens. Well, but.
2: and again, he's he's been in the league for a while. So, as much as we talked about, the youth movement is fantastic, man. And I have tremendous, tremendous hope for these DNs and in, in at Oliver, Appanessa. Uh, I mean, I think these are all really good, high-quality players. Who they'll be able to keep and who they won't, who knows. But, um, you know, I, I have a great hope for all of them. Mm. But, man, experience, too, makes a difference, you yes. know, yeah. especially on a D-line. It's a complicated position. Yeah. So having a guy that's been there done that, it's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's one guy we've been talking about in a lot of Bill's Mafia. It's been all over Twitter. It's been people are creating fake accounts showing that the guy signed here. Yeah. Uh, but Ch- Chandler Jones is one, one guy I think everybody in Bill's Mafia is really pulling for right now. That was the guy we talked about. That's yeah. the
2: one that I was alluding to earlier when I said that we'll get to that point in the conversation where we're both, we're both, uh,
1: Chomping at the pit for yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's hard not to, and, and if everybody's been following this, which I'm sure a lot of you have, uh, Denver was in play for yep. Chandler Jones, and they are currently not anymore because Randy Gregory signed with them. Yeah,
2: and it yep. was funny because it was first reported that Gregory had re-signed because he was also somebody I had some interest in for the Bills. Yeah. Uh, but there was a report that he had re-signed with Dallas, and then he was off the table. And then, within a few hours later, it was
1: reported that
2: no, he actually had signed with the uh, Denver Broncos, and the Broncos said we signed him because he was our number one rated
1: DM. Yep. Sorry, sorry, Dale, he, he he went to a team that he thought he could win a Super Bowl with. I, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, and
2: again, we talked about it. It does matter, man. It's, Denver yeah. is now become a very, very real football team in the AFC. They have, you know, they have. Not that we didn't have a few of those already.
1: Well, it's just they were struggling. At the most important position on the field, which was quarterback, they couldn't. They couldn't. I mean, Drew Locke was a mess, right? You know, and then Teddy Bridgewater couldn't stay healthy, yep, um, like normal, and it was just back and forth thing. And then somehow, some way, they were able to get Russ Russell <laughs> Wilson, and boom, they're the third highest favorite in the FC to win the AFC now, so right? Um, they in finished a, in a pretty tough division, yeah, yeah. They finished the season with the third overall best defense in the league. Now, you yep. had a guy like Gregory. Yep, geez, can know. make a difference. You yeah. know, I mean, look their at the offense pass rushers got much
2: better, and their defense got much better. Look That's at, scary. Yeah,
1: look at the pass rushers in that division now. You know, you you got Khalil Mack that just went to San Diego, <laughs> right? You got Joey Bosa for San Diego, right? You just Denver just added Rand, Randy um, Gregory. Gregory. Then you go over to uh, the Raiders, and they gave a huge contract to, um, what's his name, Max um, Crosby. Crosby. Yep. You know, and he's he's legit pass rusher. He really is. So, yeah, he
2: is a strong freaking
1: dude. Then, man. um, you know, the Chiefs they kept, um, yeah, what's his face? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we all know who he is. Yeah, they're the end. So right. I mean, I
2: mean, they they got a lot of talent over there. Like right I now. said, that division just got ripped wide open. And I guess if you want to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, that's what you do. I mean, the team that comes out of that division, winning that division, is in for a dogfight, man. That, Nobody that, gets that one given to them.
0: That's one thing that we talk about at uh, at the shop where we all work is that you know putting all that talent front loaded into one division like that kind of helps us out a little bit. For sure, they can't all make it,
1: right? Not only that, but they're going to get them out of our way. They're going to be beating each other up, man. Absolutely. I, I mean, that's you're talking. These guys. I mean, J.C. Jackson signed the cornerback from the Patriots signed with. The Chargers. Chargers. Yep, you so can, I can easily see a, three playoff teams coming out of that division. That's going to be a tight division, man. Uh, like I am. That's going to be tough. Man. That 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 became probably the best division in the NFC. Oh, I, I think in the NFL, I, I really yeah, you're do believe right. That. You're, you're right. Yeah, in the
2: NFL, yeah. that that probably is now the it that's used stats. to be, you know, the West in the NFC with yes. Seattle and San Francisco, and no, yeah. and the Rams, and now it's it's going the other way, man.
1: Right? Yeah, because you got guys like like Jimmy Garoppolo. They're talking he might go to Indy, which Indy lost their quarterback. They traded Carson Wentz to Washington. Right. You know, it's like a
2: and yeah, it's like a carousel. They're, at, <clears throat> they're now uh, they want to be in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, but it doesn't sound like that's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, that's down to Cleveland and uh I heard the Saints in Cleveland, Atlanta and uh Carolina too. Carolina. Yeah. Carolina
2: has been favored right along. Carolina is basically saying we will spend whatever it will take.
1: Yeah, to get Deshaun Watson. That's funny, Cleveland though. Like, yeah. Where do you again, think Where do you think Baker's at? Like, he can't be in a good place sitting at home, being like, ah, no one wants
2: me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Miami, right? Yeah, Tua. They just signed Teddy Bridgewater to a one-year deal. You think it's they, to oh, back him up? I didn't, no, I didn't see that. They signed yeah, Teddy for uh, a year. No, it's not to back them up. It's to give them competition. Like, man, they They have just never been happy with (laughs) Tua. I see Miami's (laughs) choices, and it just looks like the ghost of Bill's past, man.
1: All the troubles we
0: were having with quarterback for all those years, they're they're making the same mistakes now. Look what Denver
1: did forever. Oh, God. Forever. How we could prep. Guys in this guy, that guy, this guy, that yeah. guy, you know, like Osweiler. Remember Brock Osweiler? Oh, yeah, Brock Osweiler. Then, yeah one you know, went through him and yeah. just we'll, we'll give
0: everyone five minutes. If they're not good enough, they're out. Just yeah. keep rotating through. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So this better work out for Elway. Yeah. You know? Well, it'll be interesting to see what the Jets do.
2: You think they're going to stick with Zach Wilson?
1: I think so. I think so too. It's early. He's I mean, a,
2: he's young. He's, it's real early. Yeah,
1: he's got a lot of talent behind him. I think, and he, they they have a lot of picks. So. They have a lot of picks, and they got some caps. So
2: yeah, yeah, they could make some moves too. That could become a, a much better franchise really, really fast. Yeah, and then have,
1: ja- Jacksonville's just throwing money at people like they're a stri- like a stripper. Damn. I've seen
2: their contracts so far <laughs> in in the in the legal tampering window. Their contracts are somewhere around two hundred twenty-eight million dollars. Ugh. For the six or seven moves they've
1: made. Dude, they paid ten million a year for Zay Jones guys. Yeah. Zay dude. Jones. It's a dude. It's a bold move.
2: This is what you do if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. Desperate as all hell. <laughs> well, what the Bills <laughs> did, right? What the Bills did is you have to if you're gonna get guys to come to your franchise, you're gonna overpay. There is not one single guy going to Jacksonville going, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna play for a Super Bowl. We're this gonna year. win this thing.
1: Yeah. It's the money and it's jacksonville it's florida like, right that's yeah. that's
2: about it yeah you know, like, that's it yeah i mean shuffleboard capital of the world no i'm kidding <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know what i mean like but yeah it it is the weather's got to be taken into consideration
1: too. yeah it's, it's Jacksonville. i mean why i mean that's got to be the reason some of these players or a lot of these players go to miami too right yeah. you know yeah. well, well, we talk, south beach
0: we talked a little bit about the jets we talked a little bit about miami should we talk about new england a little bit
1: they, have been, they haven't done anything yet. Yeah, they've
2: been fairly quiet. The only thing I they think, traded was uh, – didn't they trade somebody away today? Uh, I didn't see anything, so. Oh, they re-signed uh, the running back, uh, the pass catcher, White. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think they re-signed him for a couple of years But, or I mean, something. yeah, they signed – like Yeah, for the most Brian, part, he's back
1: up. Brian Hoyer. Yeah, they've been I pretty mean, quiet. I think they're kind of st- – are they cash-strapped, Jeff, from I three- got about, about $10 year?
2: Million in – in available cap,
1: I believe. Okay, right so they're not, they're not horrible. That's not horrible, yeah. yeah. No.
2: But again, they're still playing with a rookie quarterback, so what a difference that makes when you've got a quarterback under a rookie deal versus you having Josh Allen or Patrick <laughs> Mahomes yeah, yeah. or somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, that's the reality of it. That's a good chunk of salary going to uh, Josh Allen, and he's well-deserved. I'm not complaining. But, yeah, that does change your outlook when it comes to free agency. You can't just throw money at
1: everything. Yeah, and maybe some of these players are scared to come to our division now because they've seen what Josh Allen does to these teams, you know.
2: (laughs) Well, like I said, what's
1: Arizona going to look
2: like now that it sounds like Chandler Jones is gone, Christian Kirk is gone.
1: Yep. You know. Um, J.J. Watt is always hurt. Yeah, so – yeah. Kyler Murray doesn't want to be there right now. Yeah, he he deleted. That is he, so funny. He deleted man. his team off his Twitter account. That is so funny. <laughs> like that's a,
0: that's a bold statement. I know, dude. I don't. <laughs> I don't
1: get and it. And they extend Clinsbery to an extension. Yeah, right. So it's like, just
0: because they like the name.
1: You're right. Yeah, yeah that I could be it, dude. dude. Wait, did I say Clinsberry? I Kings- <laughs> <Clinsbury. Kingsbury. laughs> Yeah, whichever it is. But oh yeah, I don't God. know. I, it's just really. The
2: NFL is such a uh, a revolving door league. It's just it's fascinating
1: to watch. Yeah. It's the you, you know, know NFL stands for I have told you this guys you guys this before. Not for long. Oh, I thought it was no fun league.
2: <laughs> that too. <laughs> it's yeah. got multiple. It media. depends on the year. Yeah. Yeah. But like Arizona, like a a year ago, man, there was so much promise, especially when they got JJ Watt. And then they did their typical let's drown in the deep end of the pool for the second half of the season. Like I I don't yeah. get it, and like you said, and then they they extend their coach, who historically has had this issue. Apparently, when he was in college, he coaching did. too, he it's had a not hard,
1: brand new. He had a hard time winning at the end of the year, er, yeah. every year in Texas Tech. I've seen it.
2: some stat about his record after halfway
1: through any given season he's ever coached. It's yeah. not
2: impressive. New, no, that's
1: not that's not good. No, but I don't know. I mean, the the thing that I really like our odds with Chandler Jones is one. We just made a move to restructure um, Matt Milano's contract right. to, uh, to a signing bonus. Free, so, ups so some free up some cash. Like four or five mil. Um, the, the other reason is, I mean, let's be honest. Chandler Jones, he was born in Rochester, went to uh, high school in Endicott, New York, which is right near Syracuse, and then played college ball in yep. Syracuse. So, I mean, all roads are kind of leading towards the bills right? here.
2: Well, and like you said, it's not all about the money. I got the big contract before. I won a Super Bowl before. He did mention later on another championship would be nice. So it sounds like he wants to go to a, a club. Why not go to a club that has the best odds of win the Super Bowl right now? Correct. Huh? And especially maximize his talents. And we didn't talk, and I don't know if we were even going to plan on talking about the fact that the observation I ran across this, this morning uh, that really floored me was that of the Rookie draft picks at, at the defensive end position last year. Rousseau was the only one that's graded by Pro Football Focus over seventy. Yeah, not Jalen Phillips, not Quiddy Pay, not a lot of the guys that we would have probably selected over Greg Rousseau. Yeah,
1: because we were high in Quiddy Pay, A.J. all those guys. So
2: yeah, 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 and and so far it's early. It's a it's nah, a one year deal. I know, but. Um, I think he had four sacks. I mean, as a rookie, that's he really good. He didn't play for almost two years because right. of,
1: of sitting out and then COVID and shit like that. So
2: Yeah, and even on the bills, it wasn't like he came out of the gate playing a ton Right, like uh, like they normally do with their rooks. They let them play spot play for the first half of the yeah, season, see where the they're at, whatever, yeah. yeah, and then they give them a greater share when they perform well.
1: Can you imagine, though, like Chandler Jones and um, Rousseau are built both one oh. and the same. Dude. Big six five, six six guys. Or, well, Chandler Jones is like six five, six six. Right. it's like six eight. I mean, you got some big ass DNs if you can and get And then two you of those guys. mesh yeah. in Boogie Basham, AJ Epinesa,
2: who's yeah. lean, who was big and lean. Yeah. Like Epinesa's got speed, you know. Uh, yeah. It's just Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver's a beast. Yeah. At tackle. Yeah. Our pass rush would look completely different than it did last year it would
1: look so much better
2: but as somebody pointed out to us we did really well in pressuring the quarterback but josh allen has proven pressures don't always relate to sacks or or points
1: yeah aka jerry hughes you You got it yeah jerry hughes is a guy that um we haven't seen have a 10 plus sack season in forever uh, yeah it's been a long five years at least that at least that i mean you know it. I I love Jerry Hughes. I, Same here. I, I love. I what did not he, he came like when us. he was
2: taking those stupid
1: personal foul penalties
2: but, after the play yeah. on the sideline. I was very frustrated. That
1: was back in the Rex days where our yes. team was just a shit show, right? You know, and but
2: a lot of it was that in the playoffs that happened. I don't remember. I, but there was he took two personal foul penalties in in one single game. One of them was for like knocking a football out of a player's oh, hand. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like you. I think, I'm an idiot. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah, McDermott got him to settle that shit down. Yep. You know, but, you know. I, yeah, a lot of it's a reflection of a coach. Yeah.
2: You're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's nice that coaches want to be a player's coach. But, dude, these aren't your friends, man. And you that's know, they have to have respect. And
0: that's another thing that we saw at the beginning of last year Said it seemed like there was a lot of, you know, kind of wishy-washy play calling and, you know, not hammering down on guys. And then you know, stuff started happening with Isaiah McKenzie. And, you know, after that, it seemed like the hammer just came down immediately and it worked. It took five yeah. or six games, yeah. but it finally kicked in. And everybody yeah. was pulling their weight.
1: Yeah. And speaking of that too, I think it kind of carried over into the off season because there's been reports about people in the organization kind of butting heads with, with head coach Sean McDermott. And, right. You know, I think, and we, we talked about this again off the podcast where it's like, good, good. Yeah. You know, because, Sean McDermott's not here to be your buddy. Dad. You know, yes, he wants this this team to be a family, and he wants, but at the end of the day, the guy's here to do one thing. It's a weird it's to time to be
2: talking about this, but this is not a democracy.
1: Right. Right. You right. know what right. I yeah. mean? Yeah.
2: This Talk about autocrats, man. This guy is the one that, yes, he makes the rules, but he's also the one that's going to get busted up when shit falls apart. Correct. And he knows that. You know, so yeah, he's he takes his position very seriously. His commitment just to the owners, actually, I think, play a big part in that. To the fact that he he has a boss. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like he has people he has to answer to, and he doesn't want to be
1: making up excuses for a clown show. Exactly. Yeah, you know what you, I mean, you don't want any of that. No. Yeah. And and, and he's done great. And that's a coach I want. I don't want. I don't want you know a coach you know that is going to be. A guy that's so hard headed that players don't want to play for him. Right. Like a.k.a. Right. Doug Marone. Yep. You know, where everybody's yeah. like, get rid of this. Doug guy. Marone
2: doesn't even want to coach here <laughs> like yeah. Rick? yeah. I know.
1: But <laughs> yeah. But again, you want you want a guy that you know can balance it, which I think Sean McDermott's done a lovely job of absolutely of uh, balancing the let's be family, but I'm your still your freaking. You've, coach. Seen, you've seen the
2: locker room when he's making his post game uh, you know, speeches and stuff like that. You can tell. It's, it's respect, it's admiration. Um, and what what could possibly be better than playing for a guy who has proven that he can help you win, right right? Like I mean, if you're losing all the time and your coach is saying, come on guys, let's go get him or whatever, it's like, yeah, bullshit. yeah. but this guy has shown, listen, follow my direction and we will win football games. And yeah. they have, so I look kudos at, to him,
1: man. Huh? Yeah, and I look at Sean McDermott as my analogy is like, like, like a dad, like a real right like hard nosed dad. That's like, you know what, kid? You know I love you, but you fuck with me, I'll put you to the ground. You right. know, right? Like, yeah, that's for sure. Like how McDermott runs this organization. Well, and beyond, we've, the all, fact- we've all met that dad football coach. That's yes. definitely him. Oh yeah,
2: he's also the kind of guy that when you go drop down and give me twenty, and a player goes, yeah, you do it. He'd fucking do forty. And then go, okay, now do 40. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, he and then, is. And then send him, send
2: him home. And then send him <laughs> home. Yep. Start yep. looking for a new job,
1: pal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I love the direction this team has gone and is still continuing to go in. Um, again, we didn't touch on another guy we just signed to, um, J.D. McKissick. Yeah. J.D. McKissick. A very,
2: very, uh, what we consider to be important
1: piece. Uh, yeah, yeah. and it, I mean – he is not a flashy guy. Like we didn't trade for McCaffrey or we didn't right. Saquon Barkley. I get it, Bills Mafia. But I, I didn't know that was going to happen. They were I, never I the answer anyway. No, that's no. not. Again, we didn't
2: pay Josh Allen two hundred fifty-eight million dollars to hand the ball off. Right, and that's I would, not his job.
0: As somebody who's had McCaffrey on my fantasy team for a long time, <laughs> I
2: wouldn't recommend it, man. Has he
0: yet to finish the season for you? He's fucking just a disappointment. He has. Not, he has never finished a season for you. I don't nope. believe.
2: Never had him like three well, years. Well, it's
1: tough. I mean, I know the Bills have been the type of team to go out and get guys that have been injured. You know, like we, we've we had, um, like, uh, Murphy, the D-end. Oh, yeah. You know. You know right, Trent he, Murphy. Trent Murphy. We've had guys that we've kind of took a swing on. But, you know, when you go out and get McKissick, uh, he, he's one of the top, if not the top running back pass catcher in the nfl the right. last couple of years yeah how many passes has he has he caught in the last few years John? he has 123
2: receptions over the course of the last two years nearly a thousand yards i think it's like 896 or 98 no 986 i think it was and four touchdowns receiving the ball
1: yeah averages like around nine ten yards of catch
2: last year was like 9.1 9.2 yards of yep. catch um he averages, uh, one thing I we talked about a little bit earlier, is uh, that he, over the course of the last two seasons, he has the third most receptions in the NFL behind two names people will recognize, Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler, probably two of the best pass-catching backs in the NFL.
1: Yeah, that's huge, guys. I mean, that's big. How
0: does that compare to Singletary? How'd he do last year? I tried to look it up earlier, and actually, I, I couldn't
1: find it, but... I think, um, honestly, it blows them kind of out of the water. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: we're a pass offense. That's what we I, need. I would yes. say Singletary probably averages 10 to 15 yards a game where he's averaging, I think, it was around 36, like or last year. 36 to 40, yeah. 36.1 the year before, like yep. 37. So, But, again, last year he was second in yards per game only to Austin Eckler. Yeah. So in um I don't think he played a full slate of games last year either. I, he, I think he
1: missed a, a, a few, yeah. Yeah, I
2: think he played 11 games. But but it doesn't matter because um yeah, the perform I mean again, the Bills are the are becoming the greatest show on turf again. Yeah. You know, I mean to say it that, plainly, yeah, that's where they're going.
1: Yeah. It, and they're not stopping. And I like what you said uh you know, the way you put it is like McKissick is literally built his career to do what he's been doing is successful successfully is catching passes as a running back in the NFL. Right. And what have we missed? That's one big thing that we've missed in this offense is being able to swing a, a back out into the flat or, or motion them out or, you know, use them as that weapon. When you need a guy on third down and short, you, you, you obviously have that outlet. I mean, that's, you, you can yeah he can lead he him. could yeah he
2: can lead Josh around a corner and if Josh is pressured he can throw the ball to him if he's yep. not then he's going to run for it but a, a very interesting part is it's not like he averages three yards a carry he's he's averaging four point yards or four point four yards per carry on his career mm-hmm. so you you can put him in you can put Singletary or you can put Moss in there. And nobody's going to go. Oh, that's their pass catching back, so they're going to throw it to the running back, like he can run the ball. And I think they will use him that way, yeah. um, just to make sure that they that's not there's no telltale sign of, of possibly um, you know they may even put two backs in the backfield. They may line up uh, you know McKissick and Singletary at the same time. Sure, Moss.
1: So what does that do for a lot of flexibility? What does that do with uh, with Moss now? Is that does that make him more of a uh, maybe a, a guy, a, a trade casualty? I mean, it's been the weird problem, because he didn't play much at the end of the season last year. Right. The, the problem, I think, with
2: Zach Moss is that he has been, for whatever reason, put on notice that it's not a 1A, 1B situation anymore. Devin Singletary is probably the lead back. Now, there's no real benefit to trading or cutting him He's still a reliable back, um, unless they feel they can get somebody better for less than a million dollars. Because that he's under his rookie contract, he isn't not making much money. Yeah, just so I think they're yeah. going to go into camp with three running backs, and I think they're going to make it a competition again, like they always do. Right. They, they'll probably actually have four running backs or so. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with Taiwan Jones. He's special teamer anyway, right? But they may just like last year go into training camp with their three backs and dress two every week. I have no idea. Yeah,
1: well, it just seemed to me Dayball had a hard time figuring out how to use Moss. I agree, and, and you know, and then at the end of the season they figured out how to use them in short yardage and right. goal line and stuff like that. But maybe Ken Dorsey this year can can figure out how to use Moss and how to use Singletary differently. And obviously, how to use McKissick in there as well, but the, yeah, the, that's kind of the the issue that I seen was it just they just never they can never figure out how to use Moss well, correctly.
0: And it kind of seemed to me like they had a need and they were using what they had more so than they had someone who was excelling at a certain you know tactic or position. He was just what they had. So now, if we have better options, then you know I would say we should let him go. But I can right. understand what you're saying There's if they really have better benefit. options,
2: yeah. Yeah, and again, if they draft somebody, <laughs> maybe again, third, fourth round or whatever, mm-hmm. they're never going to draft a running back in the first round. I, they're just not. That's not who they are. But, um, you know, if the right guy falls in the right place, then maybe maybe Zach Moss is is no longer required. Yep. Now, who knows?
1: When we slide over to the other side of the ball, um, with Tremaine Edmonds, there's been a lot of um, talk about he's been a huge disappointment, maybe even a bust. Um yeah, you know, I, that's
2: I, funny though. I think we we talk about that a lot more than actually I hear much in the media. Like I don't really hear that a whole bunch.
1: I just read uh I was just reading about it today. Um uh in a, well, it was in a mock draft um from I don't know if it was CBS or NFL.com, but yeah, there's enough of that. One of them one of them had us taken to Kobe Dean, and they were saying how that would be a huge move for us because the bills have to get better at. At guarding the middle of the field, which I totally agree with, I couldn't agree more. But the thing is, I just is,
2: thought there was somewhat exclusive to the two of us.
1: No, I mean it's it's out there. I mean, even um, uh, what's his name from GR, the young guy, Joe, yeah, Joey, whatever his name is, um, yeah, he's thank you donuts, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. He was talking about it um, towards the end of the season last year. You know, I, I heard him bringing up right. a couple times this year, but.
2: Well, we saw, again, the old eye test thing, and it just seemed like there were too many times where he was being blocked out of the play or or running guys down from behind because he was out of position or a ton of tackles, you know, eight yards down the field. We don't need a guy who gets a ton of tackles eight yards down the field. We just don't.
1: Yeah. Three or four is way better. So I agree. It's just I'm just curious of, if anything's going to happen with him if – if we, we keep him around, we extend him. Uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, just... I don't know
2: what you do. Now you picked up his fifth-year option. It's a $13 million cap hit. I don't know what you can do because because he was a first-round draft pick and because it's his fifth year, um, it's guaranteed. So how you have to have somebody who's going to pick up that contract if he gets traded. And, you know, maybe somebody doesn't have a lot of draft picks, is desperate for a a more – veteran quote-unquote type player hopefully
0: they, have maybe the cap they space would pay it.
2: that and they got yeah. the cap space maybe
1: maybe call jacksonville
0: yeah there aren't a lot of teams <laughs> with that much space left yeah yeah well I, see what
2: they got
1: i i just don't know like i can't really grasp my head around if like all right you are they gonna shop them do you think they're thinking about shopping them is it just are we making an overreaction right you know, it's 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 kind of he's a tough call right he now. is he is
2: because like i say He's also one of the youngest players in the NFL to record 100 tackles in a single season, and he's done it what four years in a row. So, right. you know, there there is that to be said on paper that that looks pretty good. Um, but yeah. I don't know; I just don't know.
1: Well, I, I mean, yeah, teams are going to kind of chomp at the bit for a guy like that just because of his athleticism, right? You know, he's got all the intangibles. He man. He, he, does. he does, and it's just for some reason it just feels like you know, he hasn't fit the greatest in this scheme for for whatever right. reason. You know, and I kind of feel like the Bills were trying to build a similar defense to Carolina. You know, they had Luke Keekley which was a tackling machine. Right. You know, he was athletic, but he was more of your your traditional. He was like, he he totally reminded me of Brian Urlacher. Yeah. You know, yes. he was just a tackling machine. Like, I loved Brian Urlacher, yeah. For sure, but they would make tackles you know behind the line of scrimmage or right or in the gap. Well, that's you know I what mean? I mean. If you look at like tackles
2: for a loss, I, I can't imagine he's got a bunch of them. No,
1: it just doesn't seem like it. So, and I don't know, maybe
2: it just maybe they just haven't had a. It's so funny because I've seen this said about many players on defense is that it's kind of like bringing in a 3 4 guy and forcing him into a 4 3 defense, he's just not that's not where he excels, right? And that's what it always seems like with Tremaine Edmonds like he's just not in the correct scheme and he hasn't been able to transition yet. You know, maybe he will, maybe he won't. And maybe they'll just spend the $13 million and see how he performs this year and then make a call. The sucky part is, from a franchise standpoint, that's great. So either you're going to franchise a tag, if he plays extremely well, yeah, you're going to have to franchise a guy or you're going to have to pay him the big contract he's going to have coming. You've got a Harrison Phillips situation where, Maybe we just can't afford to keep him. Sure, yeah. But at least you got the one year performance, I guess, out of it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, that's he's just point. like you
2: said. He's that gray area. There's no black and white with him. Yeah, it's just it's, you don't know. It's tough. The it's right tough move. Call. And right. I'm glad I don't have to make that call. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of like being a any position of power, man. It, I'm. That's not my responsibility. And Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott are going to have to work out what their plan is. And then again. Hard to criticize uh, four out of five years from playoffs. It's just it's hard to do. It is. You know, um, last year, as we all probably agree, they were a coin flip away from possibly winning a Super Bowl, not just going to one. So, yeah, they have a good team, and they've done a great job. So let's see.
1: Very true. Now, moving over to cornerback, I'm not going to lie, right now I'm a little worried. Same here. Um, just because we don't know when Trey's going to be back healthy yet. Right, uh, and obviously we lost Levi. So, what's the plan at corner you think? Are we gonna? Is that strictly we're looking at, at the draft? Are we gonna no, possibly so. look at um, here in free agency, or I, I, maybe I, a mix of both? Yeah, I, that's exactly what I would think.
2: Yeah, I would think they're gonna they're going to um, probably be in that uh, BPO position again. You know, they've built up the defensive line. They're probably gonna bring in a veteran guy at wide receiver. Um, there's guys available that won't cost you a ton, um, at least to bring into camp, like Emmanuel Sanders from last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then probably something similar, I think, in, in the cornerback position. There are cornerbacks in free agency that are probably at least as good as Levi was, maybe better, maybe for a little less money, yeah. something like that. And then to probably address it in the draft.
1: Yeah, that's one That's one position that, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of deep, like wide receiver and, I mean, D-line. Offensive line, um, or excuse me, offensive line is the deepest right now. Right. D, D- line has uh, like your, your your top three, four really good pass rushes. drop that kind off, of falls off yeah. after that, but yeah, cornerback, but
2: wide receiver. We talked about man, there are yeah. again a really,
1: really lot of what looked to be of wide really outs. good wideouts. Yeah, a lot of wideouts really and wideouts. Definitely cornerbacks are available, so it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, approach it and and. You know, where they go with it. But, right. Yeah, that's one position right now where we're kind of sitting here being like, hmm, all right. Like, yeah. Is, is it Dane Jackson going to step up? We still got that kid on the roster, but you it's know, possible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah. It depends on what the Bills are comfortable with. Like I say, I wouldn't be surprised to see at least in a couple of spots, maybe wide receiver, cornerback, bring in a veteran guy who maybe is, you know, especially at cornerback, say 33, 34, yeah. kind of on the downside of his career, but, um, you know, maybe a Josh Norman type player or somebody like that who, uh, who's really a really good player. But uh, yep. they lost a step or two. That doesn't mean they can't be productive. Just experience, position, right. positional right. play. You know, they where to they where they know where to position themselves to make a play, mm. even if they don't have the speed that they used to have. So they, they could get away with something like that and then draft a guy. Sure. Yeah. No, wherever I, they think the best player is for them to pick up at that point. Right, i'm still thinking wide receiver for the first pick overall but that's 25 who knows they got a lot they could do there
1: yeah it totally depends on on what happens here in free agency too like what we end up doing with corner i mean i'm sure we're going to address it somewhere in the draft may not be first could be second round but right it's going to be somewhere for sure so um what else guys uh i think that's pretty much it i think we're we're good for for this episode when are we coming back
2: uh so we talked about uh the draft. Right. And you had mentioned the Tuesday priors around the 11th or 12th or something like that Yeah, a maybe. couple of
1: Tuesday we'll do. I was thinking Tuesday we can come back um like 2 weeks before the draft so do yeah. do a couple episodes right leading, leading up, up to the draft. Yeah, cuz kinda... there could be some uh,
2: pre-draft trades. Um, uh, you know, I'm sure there will be tons of rumors on who's going where and stuff that we can talk about. Uh, Bills Mafia, too, man, if you want to address it on our Facebook page, if you've got uh, a player in mind that that we haven't thought about that you'd like to see uh, either in the draft or, or come to the Bills via free agency, feel free to make a note, man.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll post, post a, it. we'll post the yeah. question up on our uh, Facebook and Twitter account and uh, or even if you just want to tell us we don't know what
2: the fuck we're talking about, right. feel free to come on over. That's also which an should option. be pretty easy for a lot of people to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's not, the internet.
1: That's, that's easy right. for everybody to that's do. Right. Yeah, everybody's got an opinion on the internet, so. For sure. All right, guys. Well, uh Jay tell them how to listen to the podcast.
0: Yeah, you can find us on uh Facebook and Twitter at ETD Buffalo. You can find our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, wherever you prefer to get them.
1: Thanks everybody awesome. for listening. We are glad to be back in the off season and we're looking forward to this new season coming up with these new players, guys. So absolutely. It's exciting and uh it is. Just want to finish it with where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Go Bills. Go, Go Bills. Bills.